It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is a couple of blocks down from Napoleon Avenue, right across from... Do you know what that's right across from, Casey? I'm from Minnesota, so no. You're from Minnesota. <laughs> well, turn around and take a look at the European Wax Center. Ooh. Do they have that sort of thing in Minnesota? Do they wax? have any Europeans? Uh, yes. They do? I think Where so. Where are the Minnesotans from originally? Um, a lot of them are from are they Germany. Norse? German. Uh, Norwegian. I'm Bart. Irish. Bart is here as well. Bart Everson. Where are th- uh, you know something about uh, Minnesota, do you? No, but I lived in Sweden for a year. There's some Swedes there. You lived too, in Sweden yeah. for one year? Yeah. Which year? Uh, it was 84, 80, oh, no, 85, 86. Okay. So from the middle of 85 to the middle of 86. Yeah, yeah. One year to the day. One year to the day when in I was, Sweden. Uh, I turned 19 there. Mm. Wow. Did you get kicked out of the country or something? Well, yeah, kind of. It was, it was, let's just say that we parted on, uh, on um, good terms. You and the Swedes. Yeah. So you allowed back. a soft spot in my heart. It was probably the worst year of my life until, of course, 2005. That but, was worse. Yes. What was so bad about living in Sweden for a year when you're 19? Well, it sounds like it might have some you know, good qualities. Are you familiar with Sweden? You know that it's, like a, it's like about the size of California, and most of the people live in the southern one-third of it. Mm. I was up in the oh, northern part, ah. right up where it meets Finland, mm. up by the Arctic Circle, mm. where nobody, but, sorry, very few people live. And what, uh, what, why were you The there? winter was pretty harsh. Were you in school there or something? Yeah, I was an exchange student. Oh, really? And what were you studying exactly? I was, it was high school. You were in high school? Yeah. What school were you in here? Greenwood Community High School in Indiana. Jeez. Wow. That's pretty progressive. Yeah. The 80s, mid-80s to go study abroad for a year in Sweden. Well, I got to tell you, I was the only person from my school who did it. Only, I don't... There was not another person from Indiana in the whole cohort. There were like uh, twenty odd of us over there, and this from is the whole country. This is Lisa Lafleur Shalasi here, by the way, sitting right next to you. Hi, Bart. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> so do you do you I still call you Lafleur? You can. Do people pronounce Lafleur constantly? I mean, mispronounce it. Yes. What's the most common mispronunciation? Oh, well, around here, they don't mispronounce it too badly. But when I lived in Indiana, where Bart's what? from. Ah, you were in Indiana. And okay. New York and otherwise. They, Leffler or Laffler or all kinds of things. Around here, people Laffler. are used to Right. Yeah, telemarketers calling. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but around here, people are so used to French words and right. French names that they basically say Leffler. So, Bart, did you consider killing yourself at all? Oh, no. Uh, I have I, this... A strange compulsion to live, to, to live life fully. I don't think that's all that strange, is it, Andrew? No, I mean, I'm for it. I'm all, yeah, I don't think anyone's. You, you got to understand when the when the snow falls there, it just stays on the ground, and then it freezes, and more falls on top of it, and it builds up layer after layer, so that I literally didn't see the ground mm. for six months, and didn't see the sun for quite a while either, because. The sun, I was just south of the Arctic Circle, right? The sun would actually pop up over the horizon and go right back down. Mm-hmm. But you missed it because you were in school. This, right. is why, Dang. this is why I thought people wanted to kill themselves. Yeah, well. I uh, thought that's why the suicide rate was so high because it's dark all the time. One theory true? about that is that uh, they're just more honest in reporting. Like in uh, Catholic mm. countries, uh. you would uh, cover it up, call it something else, say it wasn't suicide. Uh. And the, what, the what Swedes sort of are just Catholic, more honest. What sort of Catholic countries are we talking about? Italy. Mm. What are they? They got a low but, suicide rate. No, Lisa, you work for Cafe Reconcile. I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that that's a whole Catholic situation over there, isn't it? Well, not not entirely. Our founders were Catholic, but we're not officially Catholic. So, mm. who owns Cafe Reconcile? Well, tell us a little bit about what it is, in case mm. you listen to this and you don't know what it is. It's a so it's a nonprofit. It's so some might call it a social enterprise. It's a nonprofit organization that has a profit generating arm. Our cafe. Cafe Reconcile, but our our cafe is only open Monday through Friday at lunch because it is our classroom for our students who come through. A lot of our, we go through six cohorts of, of classes of students each year. It's the second time we've had the word cohort in one minute. I apologize. It's very cohort. interesting. You I said apologize. cohort, That's but now you're saying cohort. Oh, you said it. Can you get the word cohort into the conversation? I mean, you're going to make it happen. Comedies. Okay. 
Yeah, three. Okay. So we gotta. Okay. Yeah. You can work the word cohort. Yeah, we'll just into forget about it for right now, and then, and then we'll just bring it in. Slowly bring it back in. Yeah. Okay. So. What about hortatory? Can you work hortatory into it? I I could. What's the word? I don't know. Hortatory. I can certainly work that into it. What is the word? Let's boulder dash the definition right now. Who's going? Let's go. But what is the word? Hortatory. I don't even know how to I spell it. I feel like it would have a table. common etymologic, etymological root. How do you spell it, Bob? Cohort. Hortatory? H-O-R-T. H-O-R-T. A. Oops, it's an R. H-O-R-T. H-O-R-T-A. T-O-R-Y? Hortatory. Xerox. Do you ever heard of that word? Xerox is not a word. <laughs> Where do you, what do you think it means? I have. I uh, think it has something to do with uh, expounding or exhorting. Somebody That's can Google oratory. this, right? We're Googling, Exhort. Right? Exhort. No. If, I, if you exhort, E-X-H-O-R-T. Yeah. If so you exhort somebody... This, it's, Google if says. you exhort something, that's exhort. Ah, exhort. it's tending to exhort. Is it? It's that's a real word. Says. Good job. Okay, excellent. So you, does it share a common cohort? etymological root with cohort? That's the real mm. question that everybody sure is dying to know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, this is why we have Ciroc here, so he does know all these things. Ciroc pretty much knows everything. Does the word oratory or exhortation have anything to do with hortatory? No, that's and not cohort. the question. Cohort. Or cohort. <laughs> oh, okay. It's cohort is the question we're trying. It's the word we're trying to trace. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. But you have a lot of cohorts at Cafe Reconciles. Oh goodness! Thank you. <laughs> what, that what is a around. cohort? A cohort is a group of people. Right? Yes, it's a group well, of people that are. Those are your your chums. Well, right? people going through mm, a common experience, right? Yeah, right. your cohorts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Your, it's like a class. It's comrades. It's like comrades. Yeah. Mm. So we have six classes, ninety students a year. These students are between the ages of 16 to 24, and they are disconnected from either school or employment, and we're trying to help them. They're disconnected uh, from either school. So they're not in school, and they're not employed. And a lot of times there are some very significant barriers to those, to those things, like maybe they are very young parents, and they don't have consistent child care, or maybe um, they can't afford transportation. They live kind of far out, and wherever they live, there aren't great jobs available. Maybe. So they don't have to have been in jail or anything. No, no, there are some. The, I thought that was the... No, no, 16 to 24, no. I, I think maybe about 30% of our young people have had some sort of interaction with the criminal justice or juvenile justice system, but that means that there's like 70% that haven't, right. that have just been in other difficult situations. And we try to help them kind of connect the dots, things that you and I learned as young people in our homes and normal schools, mm. help them catch up. Yeah. And what's it got to do with the Catholic Church, exactly? It doesn't. That's what I said. We're not officially connected. Nothing at all. So what it has to do with the Catholic Church is that there are arms of the Catholic Church that are trying to help the vulnerable people of the world catch up. And just but it's not a Catholic charity, Cafe Reconcile. Not technically. We're not part of the archdiocesan directory of Catholic agencies or organizations. We're not. Okay, so who owns Cafe Reconcile? Who are these good-hearted Nobody people? owns it. It's a nonprofit. You, by definition, you can't own a nonprofit. It's so we have a thing. board of directors. Okay. And every profit we earn, we put right back into the program and right trying to invest in helping young people get better lives. Is there some other way to ask you who owns it other than who owns it? No. Nobody owns it. Nobody owns it. We have a board of directors. So who runs it? Who's in charge of it? Who pays you? We have a staff. We have an executive director and a board of directors. What are you called? You're the development manager. I am the development manager. So I'm one of the fundraisers. How how far up the food chain are you? Like a boss? I'm like halfway. I'm not a boss. What would be the next step up? Director of development. Director of development. And And then our executive director. Okay, and that's a person who basically asks other people for money. Yeah, and I do the same thing. That's what you do. But we ask in different ways, in different kinds of people. Okay. Would you consider Cafe Reconcile a shelter or a refuge? So I would call it a refuge. I wouldn't call it a shelter per se because you're not living there. Okay, if you'd call it a refuge, then it would be a hort. Oh. Which is from (laughs) Middle High German hort. It's also uh, the same word as the English hoard. Nice. So if you're, if you're co-horting, yeah, we call that a, a callback in comedy, as oh, you can tell you. Oh, horting. Yeah. Really yes, and. Timing. It was really good timing. Very and it's so true. Too. Yeah. Okay. So the, the word is hort? Hort. H-O-R-T. Hort. Yeah. Middle High German. Okay. Well, we've really yeah, learned That's something. not an English word. We've totally learned something. Yeah. The English word would be hoard. H-O-A-R-D. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so H O R D E. Now I'm just thinking H O A R D. Me too. Hoard. That's not a good thing. Oh. It, it, you'd think it'd be like a horde of yeah. people. Yeah, but it's not. Hoarding something. According <laughs> to Wikipedia etymology. 
which well, I trust. You mean the hoarders, like on TV, like the hoarders show? Isn't that got an A in it? Yes, that's what he's talking about. Okay. But then, but no, but then there's also horde with an E at the end, and that's just like a mass of people. That's like a horde of animals. Look at all the. Which could also be a cohort of people. Okay. Thanks, Allison. Yeah. Okay. So listen here. Where was I, Andrew? Horde. Horde. Let's talk about your record coming up because I meant to bring that up at the beginning of the show and I totally forgot about it. Okay. It's any day now. Mm. It's a it's week or so away. Jazz Fest. We're going to release the right. physical copy. Right. And then. Uh, but people are asking us about this. Yes. When does a needle drop event? in the forest? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, uh, needle on. drops in the forest on April 29th, and the word is out. In fact, there's two events. And first Sunday, needle falls in the forest, right? Second Sunday, Breakfast, the brunch festival. Oh, sweet. And I'm doing both of them. And I can tell you that <laughs> the first one, the needle dropping thing, has is doing way better uh, uh, ticket wise because the ticket is free. Hmm. <laughs> so. I thought it was twenty bucks. No, no uh, why do you I think that? Somebody forwarded me an email. Yep. You know what? That said, it was twenty dollars. That flyer was an error, Oops. and I think we have to send uh, oh, wow. we have to send another email to everybody because you know we emailed this morning thinking like, are they going to see that? Are they going to see that we sent the old flyer that said we were going to charge twenty? They saw it. So. Um, yeah, we need to uh, correct that, if you will. The, the corrections okay. in the newspaper for the next newsletter. Has anyone happen. sent you 20 bucks yet? No, no, no. Okay. So, so how many people are showing up? It sounds like it's going to be a pretty big event. It's not going to be that big. It, uh, I'm hoping uh, to keep it under 150 people. All right. Yeah. That would be good if 150 people showed up. Where is it? Well, that's a great question. Actually, uh, okay, so let me tell you more about the event. Uh, it's uh, I was camping in Colorado a year ago, right? And I'm packing up, and I'm thinking to myself, not looking forward to getting back to the grid, you know? Um, but I was, then I thought, what am I looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to listening to music. I hadn't listened to music the whole time I was camping, and I thought, I'm really looking to, forward to listening to music in like a hi-fi way, you know, my nice record and some nice speakers. And then I thought, why not have my cake in 82? What if you could listen to a record in the forest? Uh, so then, that coupled that idea coupled with the fact that I was coming out with a new record, and then I had this record in my hand, and I'm releasing it independently, and that's a special thing these days. You know, you, you, you put it out into the world, and I gotta say, I, I, I'm glad that these things like Spotify and Pandora and iTunes exist, because they work while you sleep to make you money in ways, and that's nice. They have their drawbacks, but frankly, they're a nice thing, but, but it's also just kind of releasing it into that river and you it just goes away and you, it's no longer yours but for a moment i realized it could be you know something more special than that and i think uh i'm attempting to do that by playing the record the first record for the first time out in the woods on a turntable on vinyl some, yeah on some on, on some beautiful what i've been wondering and, about this is is what power is it battery powered no uh well we do have a generator but Isn't uh, a generator the, uh, kind of noisy yeah, that's a great question. I have a very quiet generator that I would be Ooh. putting behind a tree. But um, <laughs> but but the good news is, uh, well, I don't want to give away where okay. it is, but I will say... Right. Secret location. Is it a secret location? It is, is it? yeah, it is. Fidelio. Oh. Yeah, uh, you have to RSVP uh, to oh. get the location. Um, well, this is exciting. Okay. Yeah, so the... F oh, what was I thinking? I Maybe they're in the... I, I might have some. I, I will go get some. Uh, they're in the car. But I have some, some postcards that I've been um, okay. posting to, to people yeah. that I'd extra special hey, like to come. Why don't you play us a song while we're here? Okay, well, i got to grab my guitar, so you have, to, you have to talk amongst yourselves for we a minute. We can do that, but, okay. But the, but the flyer literally says somewhere in the woods of City Park. Okay, so we won't know. Oh, in City Park. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so you I have an idea. So you can't just show up. Easy. Don't no, take any guesses. I don't want you to like see me blush when you think. Please don't take any guesses. Is it happening after First Friday of Jazz Fest? Uh, after First Sunday of Jazz Fest. First Sunday It's of the Jazz 29th Fest. of okay. July. Right. No, not July. April. What Can we please not promote April. it because we got too many RSVPs already? Uh, we don't Let's want, talk about breakfast. We don't want to promote it. Okay. <laughs> breakfast <laughs> is the most important meal of the year. That's right. It's a brunch that's music event. Sunday, Second Sunday. May the something. Uh, that's May 6th. 6th. Sunday, May 6th. Okay, yeah. grab your guitar and we'll All right. play a song. You guys talk, about, talk okay. amongst yourselves. So that Sunday, May 6th, is breakfast, <laughs> which is taking place at somewhere or other. Yes. 
crazy. Actually, I think that's at Second Line Brewing Company. I think I heard a, okay. an advertisement oh. for that. Do we so have to we hunt our heard. own food for the breakfast? Breakfast is food is provided at oh, Second good. Line Brewing Company. Good. You can show up there, and Andrew's That's got good. Andrew's playing, and there's a few other people playing as well. Because from his idea of finding yeah. him in the woods, I thought no, maybe his no, breakfast no, thing would be one, an adventure in, as yeah. well. No, I think that's less adventurous. That oh, one. good, good. So that's coming along to that. This is your what fourth year of breakfast? Mm, we've done more of that, but it started as a, a, a backyard sort of thing. So um, this is the yeah fourth year when it's been at a public location. Right. Now. Okay. So what song are you going to play for us today? That's a great question. i got to be honest. I, I, I have no idea. I, I pride myself on coming to you with a brand new draft of something, and, and I do have a lot of drafts of a lot of things, but they are, they are quite undone. So I was actually thinking okay. about um, talking to you guys about what I should play. Okay. Ooh. Watch out for that. You yeah. know, what do you want to hear? you want to hear what something you, happy? Do you want to hear something sad? Well, uh, something happy would be better than sad. Really? I think, what do you think, Bob? Sad is always better. Sad's better. Okay, <laughs> we've got one happy, one sad. What are those sad? the are those the only two emotions Ooh, we have to choose from? Oh uh, no. Um, what else have we got? Anger. Whimsical. Do I? Mm? Well, you know, don't 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 ask me. I mean, how about what funny? Do you prefer? have anything funny? Yes. Would funny. you like something funny? funny? Oh, comedy. Great. Okay. Um, let's do a funny song. Uh, would we would we like kind of like. Um, uh, uh, Potty humor or, or cleaner? Oh, yeah. Something sophisticated. Ooh, sophisticated. S- something with the word cohort or hortatory in it. Keep it dirty. Yeah, you can still use potty language. All right, let's do something in between. I believe this song to be sophisticated in its nature. In its own way. Yeah, makes you think. A little. Maybe a little. Probably not much. Goes like this. Well, you can't be too careful these days. With all the cops out on the interstate, they turn on their brights and read you your rights. If you're out drunk driving on Saturday. That's why I drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long. You can drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long. You can drunk drive on the Sabbath, it's the only safe bad habit. Yeah, you can drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long. You can go watch football down at the bar. Take a six pack into the car. Cruise on to the next joint, not worried about a checkpoint. Yeah, you can drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long. Tell me who's it gonna hurt? All the good folks are in church, and the dogs and cats are locked up inside. So come on, y'all, who's with me? Let's shoot six shots of whiskey and on take it for a nice Sunday drive. Oh, we'll drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long Drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long Drunk drive on the Sabbath, that's the only safe bad habit, yeah Drunk drive on the Sabbath all day long Let's ride (laughs) Okay, that was funny Thanks That was socially irresponsible, though Socially and irresponsible. And it's anti-religion. That's right. I, it, it comments on religion for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, also, it depends on when, what day you call the Sabbath. Because if you're Jewish Doesn't and you drunk drive on the Sabbath, you might get caught. Saturday. Right. Well, yeah. about your be Friday witness. night. It's oh. a folk song in that way that, that the, uh, that the, There's something in that that the speaker is clearly talking about his own culture in, in, uh, and where he can drunk drive on the Sabbath. Religious Jews also cannot drive on the Sabbath. So. True, so yeah. I couldn't, that'd be a double bath. Good point, mm-hmm. C-Rock. Good point. And what, but it says in your uh, information I have about you that you're a pagan. That's true. What, what is a pagan exactly? Is that That's a religion? A very good question. You know, um, thank you. Since by uh, the way, on the etymological tip, remember we were talking before about word origins and so forth. The word pagan actually comes from. Paganus, the Latin word for country dweller, a bumpkin, somebody who's out 
in the remote regions because as the empire became Christian, it was only the people out in the remote regions that still clung to the old ways and the old religions. So it became a, an insult. And today, of course, uh, what you might call neo-pagans or just pagans, contemporary modern pagans, are just people who are kind of interested in that pre-Christian spiritual spirituality. So it's before Jesus came along, everybody, we were all pagans. Actually, after we Jesus was gone, we there were, were still Jews. a lot of pagans around. Yeah, there were a lot it of was, Jews before Jesus. I thought Jesus. we were all Jews before Jesus. The Christian, Jesus. the Roman Empire didn't we? become Christian. No, well, there weren't very many Jews even then. What are you talking about? They're a chosen select people, don't you know? What was most people? What Gentiles. were most people? Before Jesus. Yeah. What do you mean? What were most people? Heathens. Zealots. They were people. So what I say is we're, we're all born pagan. You just have to learn to be we're Christian or something pagan. like something else. And you is have to be true? trained to be something else. Is pagan the natural state of human beings? Yes, Until it's, you're exactly. Baptized. And I'm more of like an earth worshiper. There's many different kinds of pagans. I'm a... Which one are you? I'm a nature worshiper, an eco-pagan. Are you a, a nudist as well? No, I mean around my own home maybe. Tuesdays. I did get okay. arrested for streaking. Did oh, you goodness. really? Where is that was, why you got kicked out of Sweden? No, that was in, in, in uh, yes, that was in Bloomington, Indiana. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Where, when, how old were you? This is before Sweden? Uh, 22. Oh, so after you got Were you going to IU at the time? I was enrolled at Indiana University. In fact, I was on campus. Yeah, wait, uh, I think they have a streaking run at IU, though, don't they? Probably now, because, yeah, you know, these would, days. Yeah, I went to grad school there, and I'm pretty sure it murder. happened once a year. Like, it was a coordinated effort. Wow. You were a trailblazer back then. Yeah, yeah actually, there were at least half a dozen people who uh, who were streaking after I did, but none of them got arrested. Uh, oh. well, You got arrested yeah. for streaking yeah. Yeah. at they, college. The leader yeah. of the pack. So you got arrested with no clothes on. That's correct. And, and you got handcuffed? And yes. With your hands behind your back and you're naked in a police car. So and the guy standing on the... On the and I you wish I was jail. in a police car. I was standing on the side of 10th Street. The officer had my hands behind, cuffed behind me and uh, my... He, he was so nervous he wouldn't let go. My friend came by and dropped some my shorts at my feet, and the, and that's what the I officer call a was friend. He was so scared. He, he he was so nervous he wouldn't let me actually put them on. So thereby further exposing me mm. to more motorists as they passed by. He his walkie-talkie was malfunctioning, and so he had to wait until a random police cruiser just happened to come down the street. Huh. All the while exposing more and more of the citizens of Bloomington to my naked. Gen genitals. Yeah. And uh, how were you feeling at that point? Do you think what do you think was going to happen? Yes. Uh, before I got arrested. No, 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 no. After you'd been arrested. Uh, before, I assume you were I was, drunk, right? Weren't you? No, I wasn't drunk. You Are you kidding? Drunk. No, I planned this out. This. <laughs> this is a concentrated. I was convinced. Yeah. I'm a little worried. No. I was convinced yeah. that if if people could just see somebody running across campus naked, something that they might question the socially constructed nature. Of you know, like the, all the rules and regulations okay. that we follow, and then the next, then what's wrong with being naked? There's nothing wrong with being naked. That's we're all born naked, and then the next thing would be the revolution. I was convinced that that was going to happen. So you thought you were going to start the revolution. revolution by running across campus naked? Okay. Yes. Yes. Which okay. revolution? Against whom? Well, you know, we, we'd work that out as we go. Mm. <laughs> it's the, pa the pagan against, against the, pagan the man revolution. against the man. Okay. So you had some sort of political philosophy. Oh, yeah. Right, th even then in college. Yeah. That you haven't given up by the sound of it, though. You've held on to it. Absolutely. And what do you believe now? What, what's your philosophy now? What is, what's your paganism? Well, it's not, for one thing, it's not so much about belief. I mean, I believe in modern science. I believe in the uh, realities we discover as, you know, as science reveals it to us. It's, to me, it's not about belief. It's about practice. What do you actually do? Well, that was mm. sort of what I was trying to get at. Okay. What do you actually do then? How do you practice paganism? Well, so my commitment to uh, trying to do right by Mother Earth yeah. leads me to political organizing and so forth, community organizing. I've been... I'm the... Uh, we're established a local chapter of the Green Party of Louisiana. Mm. So you're one of the founders of the Green Party. That's true. Have you run, I mean, well, not have you run for nationally. office? No, I can't run for office. Why is that? Because of your felony? I'm married, and my wife is not cool with it. 
Oh, I see. You got to have your support of your family. Yeah. And uh, your wife believe me, like she could idea. not. She could not handle that. Yeah. But you'd like to. Uh, it's just off the table for me. So you don't think about it. I don't think about it too much. I'm. I'm not sure. How long have you? How long have you been married? Uh, we're still celebrating our silver anniversary in September. So that's three years. About the time of the autumnal equinox. What is that? Twenty-five years. Twenty-five. Yes. Twenty-five years. Mm-hmm. And you haven't got your own way yet. Well, not on that. I mean, you know. That's a pretty big deal. She's kind of. She kind of has. She's. She's a little fragile, and uh, I don't want to push her. Sounds okay. like you respect your wife. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. She's a public school teacher. Ooh, okay, that's which, amazing. Which that's one does she teach at? Well, right now she's somewhere in Jefferson Parish. Okay. Somewhere? So, well, uh, it, <laughs> that's the close school enough. changed names, and nobody has ever heard of it. And it's well, what's its it, name? Well, it used to be Ames Montessori. Oh. Okay, you know that, Lisa? Mm. You ever heard of that, Casey? <laughs> Again, I'm from Minnesota. So no. <laughs> How long have you been here? I have been here a year and uh, three months. And what made you come here? Uh, my husband's work. Wow, what does he do? He works for a robotics company, and Sweet. their uh, main on. client is NASA and Boeing. He oh, should be in this awesome. happy hour. Wow. Oh, he's That's an engineer. Pretty. He doesn't oh. like he doesn't the like talking. To talk to people. <laughs> yeah, or eye contact, that okay. kind of thing. Yeah. He doesn't like eye contact. I mean, you know, he's a typical engineer. So yeah. you're his social interpreter. Yes, absolutely. Mm. That's pretty interesting. So he's making robots that go up and onto the, into space? He, is, he works on robots that do the welding on the shuttles that go up into space, yes. Are we still making stuff here? I thought we yes. closed all that down. No, they're working to bring something up to Mars, and that is as technical as I can get on that. Okay. Mars? So he's working on the Mars? The Mars. Mission. He's working yes, on the mission that to mis- Mars. Yes, they're going to go there to see if we could live there maybe someday. Wow. And I'm hoping we get on the list. Because we're trashing you know? this one, so we need... All right. Yeah. Yes. Wait, when you say we, you mean you personally? Well, like, I w- if this is going <laughs> down, I want to be on a ship. But what's he doing? I'm thinking it's like Wally. That's probably not technical, but... Yeah, but you'd have to, like, commit, like, like disappear for at least two years or whatever of your own, like, existence of life. To get, experience yeah. of to life. To get to Mars. Yeah. Right. It's a lot longer at, than two years. Well, I don't know. However many years. I think it takes a year. I don't know. It's only one year. I don't know. But whatever it is, like, you're committing mm-hmm. significant time in your own experience of life to do this one thing, and then who knows if you'll ever come back. Like, that's scary. But you me- really do that? Well, if, if, if I'm, like... If we're burning here, or uh, I don't know what, like so I would choose that as a refugee. I like you would be a member of a cohort <laughs> I like, to, to Mars. Sweden. Yeah, oh. why not? Cohort oh. to Mars. I Nothing ever happens that. when people go into space, as all the scary movies show. So I'm down. So what, what's your husband's name? My husband's name is Dan. Dan. Yes. So what's he doing out there? He's working on. He's basically a welder. Um. Well. He's, he's welding he, the space shuttle. He he makes the robot welders work. Right. But so he doesn't weld. But that's the same. I mean, he, he makes could. robots that weld. Correct. He makes the robots. It's a little bit. He makes them work and he makes them talk to the computers and anyway. Yeah. But Why when can't we, we moved just weld it ourselves? Why do we need a robot to weld? Um, because it's it has to be completely space. precise. Science. And there can't and there it's friction welding, so there's no cracks, there's no anything. So oh, you ain't met you ain't met my uncle. He's a great welder. Yeah. You guys yeah. Is he a robot? <laughs> But oh, before, he's, he's before we do it. before your we bro- moved here, your brother-in-law could weld that. Oh, I'm telling you. But before we moved yeah. here, I was a full-time uh, uh, improv performer. So. You were full-time a full-time improv performer in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, yes. correct. Speaking of that, Maggie Ritchie on Facebook says, yeah. "How about you ask Casey what she does here instead of asking about her husband?" Ooh. <laughs> okay. Zing. Well, Georgia we Smith also says, "Why do y'all ask the women about their husbands every time?" I'd like to know more about Casey. Amen. Lisa, did we ask you about your husband? No. What does your husband do? It's not really interesting. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, he we'll works just in. Get off of good your answer. Husband. Yeah, he's in sales for power fluid connectors. Power fluid. Wow. Con- hey, yeah. that sounds like similar to Dan. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I have no idea. Well, we talked about Bart's wife. Duhan, what is what does your husband do? I, I got to be honest, I don't have a, a husband. Uh, Fair enough. Too. So, you, Casey, you came here to be a comedian, or no? Nope, I you came, just came here, here to be Dan's yep. spouse. Yep. So he moved. That's a cool thing to do. That's one of the good things about being married is you get dragged into all kinds of events. Are you interested though in the in the improv scene here? I'm a part of the improv scene here. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tell us what 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 part uh what's what uh, crew what group what what troop. Well, currently I'm in a group called Fire Truck. Okay. Uh, I'm also with um. um 
just got really nervous. Ah, um, come on, you're an improv I am, yeah. No, well, and actually, I don't really, uh, I'm not here to talk up really about myself. I'm cool. here to talk about um, all the things that went on. So um, I'm doing improv here. I'm trying to get into groups. We're kind of in a... Um, floating kind of place right now trying to find our a new home uh-huh. um, when you say here to talk about what went on tell me more yeah well, Adrian, you were gone last week when we had a whole conversation about the new movement theater uh-huh and chris true was here from the new movement theater i see and he was telling us about uh what happened in the new movement theater which was this was the whole situation where i don't really know what exactly went down yeah i can tell but you but there are people who are accusing chris and tammy nelson who own the theater of sexual impropriety huh. and and Chris's contention was that he himself personally was never accused of anything and that started him saying that mm. started a firestorm of yeah. people on Facebook mm. saying, I heard that episode and I'm you heard very it, right. curious to right so Casey, all right. All right, Casey's Casey, going to come here set. to set us straight uh, on the other side well, of the story um, yeah I'm not I don't want to set it straight I just want to bring the facts mm-hmm. to the conversation okay. um, so, yeah, um, there was an assault that happened outside of the theater um, between two people that uh, performed at the theater. Uh, it was awful. It was horrible. Um, but that was just the thing that broke the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Wow. Um, because of that assault, uh, it was brought to uh, the, the person who was assaulted asked for them to create a harassment policy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no policy in place at the time. Um, because they created a new policy, they had a town hall. At that town hall, um, a lot more things came to light. Um, and those things, I don't really want to talk about the assault um, because... Well, it didn't happen in the theater. It did not happen so in the theater. So it doesn't have anything to do with the theater. Plus you're saying well, it's really Well, it happened at the stuff. owner's apartment. Okay. Um, and so it but does... They, but the people, Chris and Tammy, who, whose apartment it happened in, yep. weren't a part of this. No, neither of them were involved. Not that in I know of. Okay, yep. and they yep. are, they're the owners of the theater, the new movement theater. Correct. But they weren't actually involved in assaulting anybody. Is, um, that, is, that, so correct? is that true? At, at the town hall, um, uh, it came to light. Uh, people, the, people were angry about how they handled the assault. Um, and then it came, I asked personally uh, if they had been having inappropriate relationships with people under their power. They both said yes. Inappropriate meaning what? Um, abuse of power. So I didn't go into quite into detail, um, but inappropriate uh, sexual relationships. But what does inappropriate mean? I mean, someone who's a student of Chris's or right. a student of Tammy's. So they're, okay. they're in a position of power as being the owners and teachers. Mm. So... Okay. Um, there were people coming forward saying that they had been um, asked by Chris. Um, the abuse of power happened. Um, they both admitted to having inappropriate relationships with people under their power. Um, the HR person at the time uh, told everyone that there are three active allegations against Chris. Um, I don't know, uh, Chris and another male employee that was not named. Um, I don't know what's happening with those. Um, people at the town hall asked for them to, at the very least, step aside, step away from but the they, everyday activities, to not teach there anymore, and to put other people who had the trust of the community in place, and they said no. Well, they own that business. It would be like asking someone else to run this restaurant. John right, Besh did it at Best Restaurant. Thank you. Right? It's, it's right. not, stepped out. It's not an easy thing that people were asking of them, I don't think anyone would deny that, um, but it was the right thing to do. Um, it would have saved the theater. It would have saved the community. But what, what, what do you care about saving the theater if they own it and you don't like them and they were inappropriate and mm-hmm. they conducted themselves poorly? Why not just leave? Oh, we did, and okay. we're, that's why we're boycotting. Um, okay. And the reason I'm still speaking about it is because they are, con- they are still teaching. They are still in a position of power. I have no idea if the people at that theater taking classes have any idea mm-hmm. of the accusations. Mm-hmm. I think it is an unsafe place um, yes. because of that. Um, and also, the um, after the town hall, we got an email, which I have, from Tammy saying that Chris had stepped down. He'd stepped away from the, from the theater. 
that has not happened. Obviously, you asked him how his theater's doing, and he said it's going great. Mm-hmm. Um, they're changing their website is now doesn't have anything doesn't say anything about the new movement. Um, they have been actively blocking people who quote unquote are too loud. I was said that I was too loud on social media, and that's why I was blocked, taken off the email chains. Um, so they're trying to do their own rebranding, correct? And kind of like step PR away disaster. from step away. Yeah. So if someone Google's the new movement, but then their website doesn't say the new movement, that's a way to get away from this. Um, and this is not the first time. Um, I have a statement from um, Cold Town Theater, the owner um, that they used to also own, um, and he What's wanted. It Cold Town. Cold Town. So this is not here in New Orleans. Is nope. Um, so it's Michael, and I'm going to probably pronounce his name wrong. Jastrock. Um, his statement on behalf of Cold Town is: Chris and Tammy were fired from their management positions from Cold Town Theater, a company they helped found nearly a decade ago from similar patterns of behavior. Their response to this behavioral management issues um, and their subsequent firing followed a similar trajectory to what you're seeing now. So, Chris, on your show. I believe was trying to paint it as this one incident of this assault that he wasn't a part of. Um, but it isn't one incident. Um, this is a pattern and it continues. And that's why I'm speaking loudly because I don't want them to be able to sweep this under the rug. There seems to be two separate things going on here. One is an assault that apparently actually yes. did happen yes. at some, I, um, outside of the theater. I'll say allegedly. Well, yes, I, don't, I, <laughs> I don't know whether it ha- I mean, I'm assuming everyone agrees that really happened. Yes. Right? Okay, yes. that's one thing that really happened. That was yes. a, a, an event that happened, right. not in the theater. And then there's a series of other events that you say Chris and Tammy have admitted to behaving in ways that you believe are inappropriate. Yes. They're two separate, totally different, separate things. I agree. Okay. That's why I don't need so to talk about the assault. One is an assault, which we don't have to deal with here. Yep. The other is just people behaving poorly, in your opinion, at the business that they own which you then no longer have to have anything to do with. That you can, you can boycott, as you're saying. Right. Well, so but I, I think it's really important what you just said. I think the most, what made me react was there's still uh, improv classes going on with people who may not know that this is alleged. And maybe that's the course of it. But that's, <clears throat> that's striking to me that, uh, that this is going on and... And, and frankly, I've, I've been thinking about taking improv classes myself. Uh, You've talked about it for quite a while, actually. I, I have, actually, yeah. Um, but then again, I'm not, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, not a per, I'm not the most susceptible person to this sort of thing, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's striking to me. Um, you know, and, and I, I, I respect fully the 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 course of law and how this all uh, should play out. You know, everybody should have their say. But but I appreciate you for saying your piece. And Thank you. It's really not easy. Yeah, um, to yeah. sit here and talk yeah. about this. Um, we've, we've heard a lot of this conversa- kind of conversation in general terms in the whole country lately. Yes. Mm-hmm. And usually, what happens is people who are accused of these things have to admit it. I mean, Louis yes. C.K., Harvey Weinstein. Or, I mean, yes. he, um, so that's, that's what I ultimately, um, if you've seen any of my public posts, all I've ever um, asked for um, and continue to ask for is a public statement from them. They have made no public statement mm. about what has happened. Well, Chris made a very public statement by coming on the show and talking about he it. He didn't say anything, did, though, about it. He didn't right. admit to having done anything wrong. He right. said the opposite. He said, I haven't done anything and I haven't been accused of right. anything. And so no for me, that means he hasn't learned. Because he admitted to a group of... An entire group of people that he did do wrong, and there are active allegations. Why would he him. sit? He sat right in that chair where you're sitting right there last week. Exactly. Yeah. A week ago today. Right, but part of the Why Me Too movement is this awareness and having the uncomfortable conversation about the difference between being an actual predator that actually physically assaults someone mm-hmm. and and promoting or. Um, even subconsciously promoting an environment that allows that sexual predator to exist and continue to exist. So I think something that maybe Casey, if I'm hearing correctly, is talking about that maybe even if he wasn't, because who knows, I don't know, I don't know any of these people, if he was never himself an actual, you know, ever, you know, committed assault on on any other person, he may have created an environment that supported it, allowed it, fed it. Is that why you're saying? Uh, yes, that's part of it. Absolutely. Um, 
Absolutely. Because uh, for me, like you said, it's happening all over the country, unfortunately, in a lot of improv theaters. Um, well, if theater I owned it, if I owned, yes, in theater and everywhere, restaurants. I mean, I mean the Catholic Church went through this uh, right. 18 years ago pretty loudly and publicly, right. and right. you know, the rest of the yeah, you know, individual, in, right. individual yeah. institutions haven't said, right. okay, let's look at our own. And so maybe it's more and more into further industries. Right, and I feel like the, it's hard to sit here and, and, um, and speak up. It's hard to speak up. Um, like you said, he's a charismatic guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's funny. It's hard to then stand up and say, hey, something's wrong. This isn't good. But he's also a business owner, and one of the things when you're a business owner, you want to keep the business going. And of course, so to, but sometimes you're not. You shouldn't to be allowed to. keep the business to. going, you really have to admit that things have gone wrong, and mm-hmm. we're going to fix it. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And is that it, was where that, that I'm sorry. I feel like where people ask them to step aside, where they could have still owned the theater, um, and just put other people who had the trust and and went off and learned, or even just pretended to learn, uh-huh. um, it would have been different. So um, you're thinking you're saying if they just stepped aside for X amount of time, it six would, months, nine months, or a year or something. We would have been able to, to, to begin the process of rebuilding. Mm. But they doubled down. Um, and, 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 you know, and if I owned a theater and I'm seeing all these things happen in other states about sexual harassment and things like that, I would look in and be like, hey, we don't even have a policy. We should probably fix that. We should probably do something about that. I think so. Chris said they were fixing that. That's exactly what he said. And that they I would love up. to know what that is because none of it has been public. Well, yeah, why would it exactly. be? Exactly. And as, as I recall from yeah. last the episode, I, I wasn't here, but I, I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I recall was that Chris was focused on that assault, and he didn't. He seemed to say he had no idea yep. why people would be angry at him. If I was being accused of things and I didn't do it, I would be saying very loudly, I didn't do it. He did say that very loudly. But I would say what, I wouldn't say I don't know what they're talking about. Mm. I would say I'm being accused of this, sexual harassment, and I I didn't do it. Well, I don't want to speak for Chris, but as I recall, but see if you can remember this, I'm pretty sure what he said was that he hasn't been accused of anything. Right, which is, I I have. If you haven't been accused of anything, it's rather hard to defend it. Yeah. I mean, you can say the guy's creepy and you don't like him and you don't want to go to his class. Of course. That's one thing. But of course. if he hasn't actually been accused of doing anything wrong, like, mm-hmm. like these other people, there's a list of things of people's names and things they did wrong mm-hmm. that Bill Cosby and Louis so, C.K. and all these other people did. If, if, if people just don't like Chris... It's not... And they think he's creepy and he's hitting on people. But as a business owner you know, and leader, aren't... Don't we now have an expectation after, I mean, at this day and age in 2018, that someone responds or a government or a leader responds to say this is unacceptable? We don't support this kind of behavior. I think everybody agrees with that. Right. So I don't know. I'm I'm asking Casey because I don't know much about the new movement. For instance, Starbucks responded immediately. Mm -hmm. We don't like the incident that happened in Philadelphia. We're going to start establishing some you know racial bias training for people we're going to check our policies because we don't want this to happen again so did new movement have that kind of response that said we don't condone this behavior if there's something that we've done that has supported this behavior or led to if this is a you know a a support you know there's some sort of foundation in our own system we're going to investigate it have they said something like that so the first email that came out that said that chris had stepped down um tammy said she was going to stay on um and uh rebuild um, she got a lot of um, uh, pushback on that because she had also admitted to, to problems and people looked to her as also a problem and she's married to Chris. Mm-hmm. So, um, And then the next email that came out um, still talked about rebuilding, getting better, um, but then also said there were a lot of half-truths um, spoken at the town hall. Um, so there has not been. Um, and. And again, these emails only went out to a select few people. Um, it was there's never been a public statement, um, so all of us are left in the dark. We don't know what. And if you notice, if you look back at the podcast with Chris, he says there's things we're doing things to. He never goes into detail. Well, mm-hmm. if you look at the list of, of comments that are coming out on our Facebook page I'm trying, now, I'm trying to find those. Have a look. There's a there's a lot of people who I'm sure you you know these people. Oh, are basically saying that I'm I'm taking Chris's side and I'm taking the devil's advocate position. 
well, and, and, and that I'm not taking you seriously. Yeah. And, okay. Um, so you need to... Con you ne you I don't need, need to convince you. I, you I have to, truth. If you're going to come out in public, though, and accuse people of doing things... That, that undermine their business and undermine their character, I believe that's illegal. I don't so think I'm, you can do that. I'm, so I'm, to, I'm not accusing. You have to have some basis of fact in your own mind, at least. I, I have I have. Other facts. than just, I but have, what are they? If so you're gonna come out here and actually just, and put me in a position like this, mm -hmm. and, and make me ask you questions, you have to answer them. I, I think I am. I don't um, think you are, though. I don't think you're telling us that exactly what has happened that you object to other than there's an atmosphere that you don't like down so there. So I heard with my own ears two owners of a theater say that they had inappropriate relationships with staff and students. So in my mind that is an unsafe environment. So I am not accusing anyone of anything. I am saying what I heard yeah. out of my ears. So okay. I, would, I would love if you didn't say I'm accusing people because it is hard enough being outspoken and, and mm -hmm. having to question yourself constantly on mm -hmm. whether, is this right, is this wrong? It's gaslighting all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so we heard this from our own ears. We have, I have a threatening text that Chris, Chris sent to okay, the old so, owner. All right, so suppose that this is all 100% correct and you're totally right. What would you like to see happen? I would like a public statement from them. I would like a public statement saying what they admitted to in public um, and then to... You mean you'd like a public statement admitting to what they said in private? Yes. In this meeting? Yes. Okay. Yes. That sounds reasonable. Yes. Um, and at this point, I would like to see them never be in a position of power again because they have abused it. Okay. So that's what I want. But when you say position of power, it's just a business. It's not so a, they don't even employ people. I mean, they're not employing... They haven't... They did have employees. Well, they have. I guess they have employees. They have, like, some sort of staff. But they don't have... It's not, so that's an employee. It's not like, but it's not like Burger King or something where you, you have to go to work and... You See, and I think that's where the gray area comes in, and that's why we have all these problems with theater, is yeah. they are an employee. You're paying them money. Um, and right. in that instance, you're also in charge of who gets to go on stage. You're, you're in charge you're, of who gets to perform. You just said it though, you're paying them money. They're not paying you money. No, I meant, I, I'm sorry, I meant Chris and Tammy are paying their staff money. Yeah, but they don't, I mean, I don't know how many people work in a theater. I wouldn't think it's that many. But, but basically it's people like you who are going to them and paying them for classes, right? Yes. Yeah, we, we pay and I, I pay to be in a safe place. Right, right. Okay, so what's the upshot of this? What do you want to happen? Well, like I said, you I want to make shut a the joint down or have them. I'd like to make a public statement. I'd like them to make a public statement so that they can't sweep this under the rug. Mm. Okay. And that's all you want. That doesn't sound like asking too much. That's what I want. All I right. can't speak for the whole community, but that's what I want. That's reasonable. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that this is a, the same thing, but community theater, is that accurate? Is this community theater, this um, company? I, they're Someone? a for-profit. Yeah. So I don't. I anyway, don't know. you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm part of the community, and I thought about joining the theater many times. It's only yeah. my own, uh, 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 you know, uh, everything else going on that that made me not uh, take an improv class. But and as long as it, you have all the details and yeah, you choose to take a class there, well, that's it. There's nothing. No, that's, that's yeah. That's, that's true, but that's do. not what I'm getting at. I, I guess what I'm getting at is the community is a lot bigger than the theater. Yes. And and it is the theater, in fact, uh, and um, so this is important to talk about, and uh, to be honest about, and and uh, not to be hostile about anybody's opinion or or uh, you know uh, what anybody's seen or heard. Nobody's a fucking pundit on news here. <laughs> we don't have to pretend like somebody's biased and and bullshitting right. us. Yeah. You know, it's it's actually you know if Thank somebody. You needs to lie that I, you know like we can figure that out it's community <laughs> you know it's it's here so you have the right to say whatever you want that's right you and, 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 and we don't have to pressure anybody about saying anything that they want to say uh so but but also i you know it's important to keep it level and and not jump to any conclusions but to state what it is you've seen you've heard and you feel is so important at at these sorts of 
in these sorts of situations and, yes. and you need to hear from the community in right. the theater so thanks for well, saying hopefully what you, that's what I've been doing yeah yeah it sounds yeah. like you have I think and just and to be clear you haven't personally you didn't experience any of this stuff yourself you're just reporting what you heard them say correct uh, and cop to yeah so um, yeah there were red flags for me and things like that but nothing I no I, I was not harassed um, mm-hmm. I think I have a unique voice in that um, I'm new to the community. Um, I could keep it out of the emotional realm. They aren't my friends. They aren't my family. Yeah. Um, you know, improv is such a beautiful art form, and um, the communities can be so beautiful. And um, and that's why when there's a breach of trust, it can be so devastating. Mm. So that's one thing I was no- thinking to myself is that you have, to, as a performer, you have to be so vulnerable, and especially yes. when you're in a team. Mm. From my performing background, I mean that. And I've seen that, too, in the opera world, where mm-hmm. people take advantage of that vulnerability, where you're yes. opening up to try to truly communicate, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. and someone takes advantage of that vulnerability. Yeah. And it's you're like, whoa, that's, it, it, you feel like it's such a betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, in all, I don't know, I am always looking for the bright side of things. Every tragedy is an opportunity for self-reflection. How can mm. we prevent this from happening again? Absolutely. And I think this is a conversation we should continue to have so that if it hasn't happened in another organization or another institution and there's that you know foundation of it potentially creeping up can we all look at that and say am i participating in a culture that fosters this kind of behavior that may lead to an assault like what happened to this poor woman okay i i i have no idea what the fuck happened but i can tell you that in terms of like you know the art that i've been a part of like the uh, artistic colleagues it feels like a, f- a community that's freer than other communities and I'm going to jump to the fact that there's more sex in that community than there is in another community at least it's a freer kind of sex I think it's a more artistic thing There's in what community? Uh, just performing community? well no I, yeah artistic any, any sort yeah. of creative types there's, we're, we I talk more with my creative type friends about uh, intimacy than I do to my, you know, college buddies who know more about football than I do. Right. Uh, um, but, but there's that doesn't change the fact that there there eventually is a stop sign, and it's 2018, and we're starting to realize that, and and the, probably the chances are this has been going on forever, and we're only just figuring this out. But the stop sign's becoming clear, and that's great. Uh, I don't. I don't know what happens, so I don't want to demonize the person at fault, but I do, allegedly at fault, but I do want to say that the stop sign isn't any different regardless. It's a, I mean, Starbucks is an example. Look, stop and let's talk about it. Stop and let's, you know, figure out if there's something we can do to make everybody comfortable to make this community a theater again and let's identify like boundaries that are common boundaries and maybe Mm. if my boundaries are a little bit you know further out than the common boundary then i'm gonna you know communicate that so everyone knows where my boundaries are and let's let's talk about that so nobody can claim that they didn't know that you weren't a willing party in this you know like but you know what i don't think that anybody can disagree with any of this everybody now agrees that sexual impropriety and and inappropriate behavior is wrong and taking advantage of people who are your students and because you're a sort of a star and taking advantage of people in that way is wrong, right? Everybody agrees with that. I don't think Chris and Tammy but and nobody would disagree with but that. But I think right. it's one so thing to agree with it and one, another thing to look within. Yes, right. and to recognize you're actually in that situation. So but what do you think is, is the impediment to them admitting this because there's not going to be any way forward f- for this theater. Well, then I think that's that's the thing is I I, I realize what we're asking them is to get um, that but I think that why is do you why think they, they are. Wh- why don't you think they'll do it? What's stopping? Well, I mean, if I owned a theater, I wouldn't want to give it up. But I, and no, I get that. No, I'm not that, saying they have to give it up. But wouldn't you want to say, okay, yeah, this really happened. This is actually what we did, and it was bad, and we yeah, backed badly. I don't know. I can't, I can't speak for them. Well, I don't why know. did Mark Zuckerberg not immediately apologize? Uh, and <laughs> he when had it so came much to light that <laughs> Cambridge yeah. Analytica had yeah, all this but, uh, news that, data. That's where I don't want to go. I don't want to pretend like there's a bazillionaire involved. There's no CNN pundits involved. I don't want to take yeah. this there. Okay. This is why in our. This is the. Ann this Sherman is the theater. Immediately step this down is the theater that I. The cocktail. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know that situation. But but yeah, no, you're not wrong. It's fractal. It's it's a part of it. Absolutely, but 
but I, I just feel like there's, there's a community right here at this table that's speaking about this, and it's in our community. And uh, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't mean to say that. I don't mean to, d- to dispel your argument in any way. I just, I will say there's a lot of difference between the bazillionaire that is Mark Zuckerberg oh, sure. and the situation of, of talking about our community. And I think that we shouldn't necessarily load the same ammunition because we can use words in our own community to make this change happen, right? And, 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 and when I say change, I mean what we're talking about here, maybe a statement, maybe a open house, you know, uh, 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 let's talk about this. That's exactly right. Andrew, have you discussed this with Chris and Tammy? Have you personally had conversations with them about it, Casey? Um, well, I've been blocked on everything on social media, but I did... Um, I can, sure, we could get Chris to call you back or something if, oh, if that's all it takes. I don't know that it's a conversation for me and Chris yeah. personally. I, that's exactly well, what I don't want to have happen is to have you? private conversations. I want it to be okay. public. Um, yeah. I did She's go to... She's not asking for a phone call. She's asking for a public statement. Yeah. yeah. And I did. they did have a... Um, I don't know that they called it a town hall, but um, I wasn't invited, but I found out about it. Um, and so I went. Um, there were six of us, including Tammy and their new HR person. Um, and I... I said exactly what I'm saying now. Um, why haven't you made a statement? Um, and they kept saying, we're working on stuff. You have to trust us. We're, we're changing. We've learned our lesson. But for me, I don't know that. How do I know that? I don't know. How would you find it out? Well, if they had made public statements, didn't block people, um, and, and retaliated against folks that were Okay, so the bottom, line is, the bottom line is all you want out of them is a public statement. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, I feel like that's the next step. Okay, that's what you want. That's what I want, personally. Okay. But then yeah. the nature of that public statement, would you look at it and say, well, what's being said? And, and then right, you go I mean, there, ha- you get, yeah, yeah, they can't just, I mean, it has to. No, but there's got to be a way forward. A statement that starts a conversation, ever, I hope. Casey. Yeah, there has to yes. be a way forward. Out just to shift this a little bit, um, Ali Kane says on Facebook, before the show is over, would it be possible to let those listening about where they can see improv that is not the new movement theater. Ooh, awesome opportunity. You mean there's other venues? (laughs) That's the beauty that's come out of this is um, the community has rallied together. Um, We're producing our own shows. Um, We're hodgepodge. Whoever this person is is right, tell us about where they are. Well, unfortunately, we just lost one of our best venues, the Valiant Theater. Um, They just closed Mm. on the 13th. They closed? They closed. That's closed down. Yeah. Oh, come on. So um, I had uh, Mm. scheduled a weekly show there for the indefinite time, uh, so now I need to find a new venue. Um, But I know there's people doing stuff at Always, um, High Low. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. Again, I'm from Minnesota. (laughs) Um, So you're looking for a theater for your stuff? Well, I mean... Yes, but I, I'm fine. I'm not. For yeah. 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 Um, we're, you know, not not necessarily looking for a brick and mortar. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anyone out there that's like, I want to start a theater myself. Right. Um, people are just wanting to do the art that they love in a safe place. Okay. Well, the question was from this person on Facebook. That was, where is that? So there isn't anywhere, is what you're saying? Um, I mean, it's all over the city. Well, uh, where is it? Where can we go to find out in the yeah, next one? Yeah. Well, well, Chris told us last week about a website called Comedy in... In NOLA. NOLA.com. Okay. Yes. Uh, that is a great place. Okay. So that's the place to go to look up what's going yes, on. Yes. And town. make sure you put in the in because his website is Comedy NOLA. Yes. This is what he tells us. Comedy in NOLA. It's, it's Comedy com- in, in NOLA. Yep. Comedy in NOLA. Right. Comedy in yeah. how many ends? Comedy in NOLA. It's not Comedy in like a hotel. No, it's I remember that conversation. That was right. it's that got, comedy that got and scary Nola for a dot second. Com. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. And that is <laughs> a great right. place. Okay. Um, and also if you go to a show and you see a group, uh, a lot of us have Facebook pages where then we promote our next shows. Okay. And it looks like we have a lot of comments on Facebook about upcoming shows and groups. Oh great. So, okay. so go to our it's New Orleans Facebook page. Check That's where the they will always yeah. check around. Okay. And I do I just want to say one more thing. Yeah. You brought up uh, Devil's Advocate. Um, and I just oh, want to say... I didn't. Somebody on Facebook put that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think the devil needs an advocate right now. I think the um, victims of sexual harassment and assault need an advocate. Mm. Amen. All right. Well, you are that person. Well, thanks for coming on here and 
going through this. Doesn't look like it's all that nice poison. Nice job. Yeah. She needs no. another cocktail. And Somebody get actually, another. Actually, I, well, I, have I haven't even had one. This is tonic. Can we get you one now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You've earned it. I would love to also that. say I'd love for you to have me on again where I can talk about Fucking why right. I love Funny. improv yes. and what I all plan right. to do with the city and bring improv into this this community. Nice yeah, job. we still have plans to do that. You're not running away. Or Dan's here. Dan's here. We're, um, we're here for the I duration. Mean, we're here till we go to Mars. When are we going to Mars? I don't know. Not. I don't know. But yes, I am here. Um, and okay. I have some some fun ideas in mind. All right. Because well, improv is amazing. come back and talk about comedy. It would be a lot more I'd fun. I'd love to. Yeah. Yes, okay. I'd love to. Well, thank you for doing this. It's pretty tough, I know. Yeah, it's... it's Good on you. Yeah, it's um, right. one of the hardest things I've ever done. Mm. Yeah, well, you were nervous. I bet you weren't expecting me to be nervous today. I have woken up every night at 3 a.m. thinking about this. Oh. Because, honestly, you are you put yourself out there. Um, and, uh, yeah, you put yourself out there. And mm -hmm. you're, people will immediately think, well, why do you hate them? Why are you lying? Sure. What is ha People love to jump to another conclusion, which I think can foster conversation. But I would love to see it where... Um, people's first reaction is to stop and listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, here, here. I think you're right. I think people are gradually getting the message that you have to believe what people tell you about You would be things. surprised. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, th I don't think that that is as common as you think. Hmm. Okay. I think people, it's easier for people to not believe because believing means that someone did something very wrong. Right. Oh, thank you. That's nice to know that What's I have support. That? Just support. Go, Casey. Casey, Casey. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of people who are writing in in support of you on our it's Facebook really page. It's really nice. There's a very active, small community of people who support you here. Yeah. Um, you know, it. I, um, I came from an amazing community in Minneapolis, and coming here was not easy. I questioned myself all the time of, what am I doing? I had a full-time career. It was a very hard transition. Um, I'm sure. But in that town hall... I had a moment of, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm okay. here, so I can have this strong voice All right. for people the, who can't. The public statement you're asking for, you expect to lead to, to more conversation with the community, right? I would, yeah, yeah, I would imagine that. I, I wasn't happen. here for, for uh, last week, but, but to me, that, that, is, that is the problem. Well, no, not the problem. Mm -hmm. That is the solution to this conversation is coming to the table on your side of the table it's not it's not like reaching across the table in some aggressive manner you are mm -hmm. coming to your side and asking for uh, you know and th that's all I, I have to say about this is is uh thanks for thanks for coming to your side of the table and and uh and being interested in talking you know about yeah. it so and thanks. i hope you can like use this to draw out all of those awesome people yeah. who want to create this super supportive environment yes. for like improv for, and all kinds of performers Absolutely. to like express in this super safe space and yes. you guys get more attention and more followers Absolutely. and more audience all because of it. Like yeah. the, I hope that I hope that's where it goes is that it pulls like yeah. the good people and the good out of people together. Absolutely. Yep. I think that's all we all want is a safe place to do this amazing art. Yeah. yeah. And I want to make sure that just the information's out there for people to have. What they do All with right, it is there. Casey. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Casey Haig, H A E G. <laughs> so we can find you on Facebook, or we can yes, find you. Yes, you can find me on Facebook. All my posts have been public. Um, All right. Very good. <laughs> well, that. thanks very much. Thanks. You can also get, find my pug what what on Instagram. If your you pug want. what what. <laughs> That's the name of your dog. Yeah. What at what. what what the pug. What what the pug's got his own account. Yeah. What Geriatric what. Geriatric blind okay. pug. Oh, he's not really. How That's old is he? He's 11 years old. What's his voice sound like? You know, it goes between like a lisp and like a like an English like a. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the English thing. I okay. always talk to dogs in English accents myself. Well, that's a good idea. You think they? Oh, oh yeah, chap. Oh, oh, right. yeah. I said that's I wasn't going to plug anything, but I feel okay plugging your dog. What, what, the pug's yeah. Instagram account. I think we have to follow that. Please but do. But these dogs live quite a while. These pugs, don't they? God, I hope so. They live, I think these yeah, little I mean, dogs depends. live. You know, some pugs are really fat. <laughs> is he overweight? He is not. Are you allowed to? Is it? Are you allowed? To, can you body shame an animal? Like I told my vet the other day. He said he gained <laughs> weight, and I said, "Don't body shame my pug." See, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> can you? I feel what, like your it, own pug. You can say whatever you, you want. You can say about your own pug. Don't, All right. What? What yeah. pug is a little what overweight? The pug? Well, keep him healthy so he can make another few yeah. more years. Casey Haig, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. As well, Lisa Lafleur, Shalase, Shalisi. 
I almost got it right the first time. You almost got it wrong the first time, I but know. then you got it right the second time. <laughs> so kudos to you. I'm going to do it again. Lisa LaFleur Shalasi. That's right. Okay, and Bart Everson. Thank you so much, Mr. Pagan. Thank we you, We hardly had a chance to really get through much paganism. Well, more next time. I'm happy more to come back tomorrow. Tomorrow back. <laughs> more to come. Bartefferson.com. Andrew Duhon. Don't forget. We're always open. Breakfast, the most important meal of the year. That's and right. needle drop. That's right. But I feel like I played the wrong song the today. I don't know. Uh, well, we'll do another one next week. Are you back here next week? Yes. Excellent. Okay, yep. we'll see you back here next week. The yep. producer of our show is Graham DuPonte. Our associate producer is Alison Moon. Christian Unruh is our music director. And Thomas Walsh is our technical director. Today's show is engineered by Eric Morrill. Asher Griffith is our Facebook live feed director. And Andrew Xerox. Xerox today next to me is our fact checker and social media connector. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show, and you can stay upright for about an hour while drinking alcohol. Drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com. We can also check out many other hours of Happy Hour that are up there, as well as other shows we make around here. Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast, which is named one of the top 40 podcasts in America in 2017. Wow. Huh. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts as well at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. These photos were taken today by a range of different people whose names are Alison Moon, Jill Lafleur, no relation, Josephine Hennessy, and Cloud Strife. How about that? If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you for listening to us and subscribing to us. Take a moment to rate and review us if you've got one. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hours of Production of Wayne Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everybody else around here around, around the table at Wayfair and back at our office at Ino Broadcasting. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you back here next week. I'm Grant Morris. We'll be back for more Happy Hour. Yeah. Score.